Good morning, this is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. Father, thank you. Thank you for your constant reminders that you are you, you are good, you will never leave me. That when I feel the way I felt for the past few days, it is 110% me and not a reflection of you. And that brings so much comfort. That really does. It comforts me in a way that is insane and unimaginable. And I thank you. I thank you for it. Um, I thank you for your encouragements that you have sent through others. Um, So very much. I thank you for your encouragement through your word. That even in the book of Leviticus, that is a humdrum if I'm being quite honest, um, and dragging on and, and all of these things, you still provide comfort. You provide comfort and the reminder that this is not it for us, right? Like I don't have to go and, you know, hunt down a dove or, um, any other animal for that matter to sacrifice for, the sake of of my sins it's unnecessary because in your eyes I'm sin free thanks to Jesus so thank you thank you for Jesus thank you for what I am sure was a horrific and awful moment um for you as as a father knowing also that you lived it because you were there with him I mean while you had to turn away for a moment, it doesn't mean that you weren't fully with them. So it's it's very confusing, but I thank you for all of it. Um, I thank you for getting me in the fillers this morning, um, even though I'm not sitting on my swing that I do desperately miss, Father. Oh, I miss it. Um, I thank you for our home, for heat. I'm so thankful for heat and... Um, I pray that you be with those who are not as fortunate um, as we are, knowing that there is literally ice covering trees outside right now. They're calling for a lot of snow, a big snow, a bigger snow than I think I've ever personally experienced in my entire life. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited for my kid um, to get to have that memory. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for it. Um, Lord, I pray that you be with me in your word this morning. Um, I pray that you guide me. Please do not let me lead anyone astray. And um, I pray that my own personal opinions are not insulting to you either. I'm sure you've heard them all. And I know you hear all of them, whether I speak them or not. So um, I pray that you guide me through this day. I thank you for this day. Um as silly as it sounds, please help me find some glasses. I need new glasses, like, really bad. And it is one of my, like, glasses and shoe shopping are my two least favorite things to do now that I used to always love. And so I just pray that you please be with me. Please be with me in that. Um, Today, I thank you for this um, amazing outfit you helped me put together that makes me just feel so comfortable in my own skin. And I know it seems crazy to even be thankful for that, but man, I'm just so stinking thankful today for just a very breath in my lungs and um, 
So I thank you. I thank you. I will find creative ways to thank you. Thank you for the dinosaur eating pizza socks that I have on my feet right now that make me stupid happy that I feel like I'm walking around with the secret that I've now just told anybody who's willing to listen. Um, but I thank you. <laughs> I thank you for it. It seems stupid, but you know, thank you. Okay. And Jesus, amazing. Holy name, I pray. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your love. I love you, Father. Amen. Okay. Leviticus. We've gone over this. And I'm telling you, the one thing I will say, the one thing about Leviticus, uh, that I will say, there is this thing that they keep doing when they're sacrificing animals and it is and it's repeated over and over and over okay so it tells me it's important this is this is it's not earth shattering but he shall lay his hand on the head of the male goat or on the sin offering or like it's you're gonna lay your hand on and it may be a different animal but whatever transferring symbolically his guilt to the sacrifice. So over and over and over, you're going to lay your hand on the head of what animal is about to atone for your sins over and over and over Um, to transfer your sin onto said animal. I had a random thought yesterday of like how weird how incredibly weird would it be to be Jesus in this culture? Because this is this is still, this is Jesus's life. There was still the atonements that had to be made. There was still the temple. Like they had actually built the temple in, in um, Jerusalem at this point in time. They, like he had to go to temple. He got lost and sat in temple. Um, you know, whatever. So... Did he participate in this sin transference? And if not, what age did children start participating in the sin transference? Or was it something that you only had to do if there was a obvious notable sin, in which case Jesus was sinless, so Jesus never did this? But then how weird, how weird would it be to be in this culture and be the one who's like, I... I'm good. Like everybody else around you is putting their hands on animals' heads to transfer their sins and then slaughtering them. And you're the one that can walk around saying, eh, I don't need to. How, I don't know, how weird and insane and cool and whatever. Welcome to the thoughts. So that was my thought. Um, of course, Jesus is what changed the entire game for all of us, right? Jesus is the one that we were able to not physically lay our hand on to transfer our guilt. He's the one that we put our trust and our faith in, knowing that in trusting him and what he said, that our guilt and sin and shame and everything was with him the day he was on the cross. He bore our judgment 
all of ours, even me, who wasn't even bored, obviously, at that point in time. He knew future me. He knew I was going to need him to do that, even if it was just for me. And so he took my sin. He bore that. That day on Calvary, on that cross, he did that for me. So I don't have to run around hunting down doves or goats or calves or any of these, you know, animals that I would much rather, you know, just regular eat or pet. Um, I don't have to do that because I can come to him every time I screw up and I know I screw up. That's the point too, though. I got to come to him. I can't lay it all at his feet and then pretend I'm perfect because I'm not. (laughs) I am so not perfect. I have literally spent two days yet again or three, I don't know, however many days feeling less than, feeling just completely broke down palace. Um, Listening to what I have no doubt, believe me or not, I don't care. I need to anoint my house again because there is a spirit up in here messing with me to the point that I I had, I had to turn on the word of God while I was sleeping. While I was laying in bed trying to sleep, I listened to it for eight hours straight. And it wasn't for a sake of getting to learn something. Not at all. It was for the sake of he is his word. So where the word of God stands, nothing else can. So I needed to have it in that room with me. I needed to have that tangible, tangible um, presence of God. So I did. Anyway. So, um, I'm always baffled at Levitical law. Um, it's the priest. How they are to handle, of course, everything. They've got guilt offerings. Um, they, it gets very weird. I'm not even going to lie. It gets very weird and very specific. Down to, you're going to kill this, slaughter this animal. Um, which I've got a dog. <laughs> that if she keeps it up, we're going to pull out some Levitical laws. No, no, that's too much. But anyway where they would slaughter the animal they would sprinkle the blood it's just so gross um and it doesn't just stop there they're supposed to take the blood and wipe it weirdly enough on your right big toe on your right thumb um and i think somewhere else and if i could find it just in breezing through i would let you know but read it yourself please read it yourself then you can know the absolute craziness that went into it. Um, I do again still ask that you look up the video. They, um, I know I mentioned they built a tabernacle in um, Jerusalem. Somebody, you know, the Baptists went and built another one um, so we could all see what it was like. It is similar to what I had pictured. Um, which made me really happy, but it always said like that these altars were like 
at the door of the tabernacle and really it doesn't look like it's at the door of it they're quite quite spaced out um which i found not really strange just it didn't it doesn't match um with the image i had in my head but it's it's not the end of the world um now of course in leviticus aaron and his sons are consecrated that is to be set apart entirely to be consecrated um they had special garments um which is sorry special clothes were made just for them so they looked special um and obvious that they were set apart and that they were separate um from the rest of of the jewish people um really specific things about the fat and the lobes of livers and it gets 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 pretty gross um but all in all it's very specific which tells me god really 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 likes order he is not the god of chaos um, which really should bring us all comfort especially right now in the world where all i'm seeing is a lot of chaos and disorder and complete confusion complete and utter confusion to the point that even us within the body of christ we're getting confused right like we are missing the fundamentals of who God is. And I myself am so guilty of this as well. You know, when I spend the past few days just in this pit, for lack of a better word, and I know we all go through it. So um, make no mistake, there is no condemnation um, here. You know, that's, that's the devil's job. Um, and he does it really well. I'm telling you, I felt like I was being played like a freaking fiddle um, with the amount of condemnation being heaped on me. That is not, that is not my God. That is not what he came to do. He came to save, not steal, kill, and destroy. And that's, that's a telltale sign of the enemy. You know, when you see things around you being torn apart, when you see, um, you know, dissension in families and and things of that nature I'm not going to say that it's not God at all I'm not saying that God doesn't tear things you know take things apart that it's not something that is out of his wheelhouse right we know the story of Job and the things that the Lord that God himself allowed the devil to do to Job as a test to show his faithfulness Um, some things are meant to build us up and show our character, right? It's, it's meant to glorify God, that the things that we can, we can um, persevere through can bring glory to God. Does that mean that it's all good or all bad? I think that there's, I mean, it's so confusing and so hard to explain that I feel like there's a lot of gray. That's what I feel like. I feel like there's a lot more gray, um, especially when it comes to God, that I'm not even whole, you know, fully comfortable in um, acknowledging and or receiving, um, which grace, I mean, hello, grace is what makes life unfair. It's, it's the thing that says that the person who hurt me so incredibly deeply that they too deserve heaven, right? Like that doesn't, that doesn't jive with um, my personal 
beliefs of of justice right it, it just doesn't it doesn't but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense so anyway it doesn't have to make sense for it to be true it just doesn't I don't understand it at this point anyway um I feel like I just went all like I've been all over today and I am so sorry but I'm thankful that you stuck it out with me I hope that you are learning something and that it's encouraging you in some way and of course as always I encourage you get in the word get in the word yourself please 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 do not do not expect to get to know God the way that you want to know God if you don't get in the word yourself I can tell you that I have no way of guaranteeing your salvation Jesus does And while you do get glimpses of Jesus through other people, you're not going to know Jesus without getting in the word and learning from him directly. Um, So I do encourage you, get in the word. Um, I ask that you just, yeah, get in the word, get in the word, get in the word. I thank you so much. And I pray that you're encouraged today.